Welcome to Dread, Fright, and Brew, where your favorite horror movies are paired with craft brews and ciders from the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Fear goes better with beer. So did you guys watch The Birds? Did you get a chance to watch it? So I just found out something that just blew my fucking mind. There's a Birds Part 2? That blew my mind Shut when I mouth. found that out yesterday. I was like, there's a what? <laughs> What's yours? Uh, um, the little girl, Kathy. Yeah. Was uh, um, uh, the, the chick on Alien. The one who was like, oh my God. When the fucking chest burster came out. I knew I recognized oh, really? her. But I was like, I don't oh, know where. Nicely done. Yeah. Veronica Cartwright. You'd know it as soon as you see her, her picture. Her dad was Probably yeah, not. yeah. Right? Now that you see it, you can. Oh yeah. You're immediately like, oh yeah, okay. Her cool. father's Haas Cartwright. Cray. <laughs> Shit. Haas of all the Cartwrights, you chose Haas, dude. Yeah, Haas. Yeah, Haas. <laughs> yeah. He's a legitimate child. Not Michael Landon Haas no, or not Haas. little no little Joe Cartwright. Fucking, no, he went. <laughs> he went. He, he took the highway to heaven, dude. He took the highway to heaven. For all of our listeners below sixty years old, we're talking about. <laughs> hey, I Still a little, little house on the prairie here. Uh, oh my goodness! No. Yeah, he was in that. Yes, that just blows me away. Uh, because at first I thought, oh, that's the chick from um, *Close Encounters of the Third Kind* with Richard uh, okay. Dreyfus. With, uh, but it's not. But she, because, she, but anyway, so yeah. I was like, Who the is one that this? blew my mind is while we were watching yesterday. Deanne is just running through IMDb or whatever and looking at some stuff and finds out. That uh, Tippy Hedren is, um, I can't remember her damn name now. She is um, Melanie Griffith's mom. Really? And now when yeah. you watch The Birds, that's just Melanie Griffith. They have the same forehead, the same mm-hmm. eyes, the same like head movement mannerisms. It's the weirdest thing. The, I didn't know that until I was reading a random thing about how Alfred Hitchcock was fucking with Melanie Griffith. Yes. And gave her... <laughs> A toy doll that looked like her mom dressed up in the outfit from the birds in a coffin. <laughs> yeah. Because he had a really twisted sense of humor. Oh, yeah. You know, that's But harsh. he's like, yeah, I gave it to her daughter, Melanie Griffith. And I was like, what? Yeah, that blew my mind. And then we found that out about a third of the way through the movie and the whole rest of the movie, that's all I could see. I was yeah. like, oh my God, they're exactly the same. It makes sense, yeah. But here's the kicker, and I didn't get a chance to research this. Tippi Hedren's character in The Birds is named Melanie, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if she named her daughter after her first role, because that was her breakout moment, was the birds. Um, I don't think so, because the daughter, oh, the daughter was, was already, already around, because Alfred Hitchcock was fucking with the daughter. Then so. I wonder if Hitchcock named the character that after her daughter. As like, Maybe. Oh, I did I not. Know. It just seems like a strange his, coincidence. Yeah. I had that thought, too, and I was going to research it, and then I didn't. Well, and like in this movie, I mean, not to just start ripping through trivia, but this one ties into that, uh, the main lead, Mitch... Mm-hmm. Um, the hunky hunky heartthrob lawyer, he um is only named Mitch because Alfred Hitchcock wanted to film in a diner that was there in that city, and he went to the diner to the owner and he said, "Hey, can I film using your spot?" And the guy said, "Sure, but only if the main character has my name and I get a speaking role." And Hitchcock's like, "Okay, yeah." So that's why the main character is named Mitch, and in the diner. The actual Mitch that owns it has a, a small speaking nice. role in it. So. Is he the Irish guy in the back going, It's the end of the world! I don't think so, no. <laughs> oh, cool yeah, the, the crazy Ralph of, yeah. like, the birds. Yes. Yeah. I totally forgot the birds had a crazy Ralph till I watched yeah. it this time. There were so many great character uh, actors, uh, actors of characters in this movie with fucking Jessica Tandy. As soon as I saw Jessica oh, shit, Tandy's yeah. name up yeah. there, I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Did you well, not know Jessica I Tandy had no was in idea. this? So yeah. here's the thing. I've never seen the birds. What? what? Dick I know of the birds. I've seen parts of the birds. Me too. And I always Had assumed it was a black and white. I've seen the birds, but he still didn't watch the whole thing. He was like I, half I took a nap. Yeah. Well, he I, took a nap while I was watching. It's it my favorite Hitchcock, so I watch it at least once a year. It's my second favorite. Okay. So I watch yeah. it a lot, but that's Rear Window still wins. Wow. Well, cool. I'm actually glad because that's going to turn interesting. Oh yeah, no. We, In fact, I, th- I thought yeah. to myself, I'm not going to do much talking this because Grace is the expert here, and she's going to fucking just steamroller this motherfucker Mm -mm. but i had never seen it i've seen parts of it 
Um, oh, it's and I so always assumed good. it was in black and white, but the one I watched the other night was all color. color. Yeah, it's color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the only connection that I have to the birds as a young kid, and prior to that, nothing, or beyond that, really nothing, was my. I swear to God, and I'm sure I'm remembering completely wrong, but my first grade teacher, uh, whose last name was Sylvan. I can't remember her first name because we didn't know those. Like things. the elf in like the Lord elf. of the Rings, Mrs. Miss Sil- Mrs. Sylvan. She said that so, her sister so. was in the birds. Oh, was she like one of the kids? I don't know. I don't remember. I oh, thought she a, said her the sister. Children of the corn. I mean, there's for, a lot of extras. Yeah, for the longest time, I always song. thought it was her sister was the main actress. Okay, but that can't be. No, yeah, probably but, not. But yeah, yeah. So oh. that, that's a pretty cool thing. No, I... the birds is so important. Too. Oh yeah, like it inspired so many things. Did you watch? I think you have the same DVD I did. Did you watch the extra thing about how it like goes over the parallels between the birds and Jaws? And oh shit! Yeah. No, I actually and... didn't get a chance to watch any. Oh my gosh, I love it because so many horror directors are inspired by Hitchcock and like hold Hitchcock up on this pedestal that they'll do nods. Yeah. So they'll create scenes that remind people of Hitchcock movies. So like, um, they showed a scene of like the mummy, um, the one with Brendan Fraser or whatever. Sure. So it's more silly than scary. The surprisingly better of the two. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a scene where he walks up on a guy and he spins him around and his eyes have been torn out and it's, you know, totally a flash of like psycho when he spins the mom around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spielberg is a huge Hitchcock fan. And so the jaws has a ton of nods to the birds specifically because the birds was kind of deemed as a monster movie where it, you know, it's taking over this coastal town and it's all these different things and it's nature kind of going against things. And Mm -hmm. so Spielberg took that and kind of did a lot of little nods to Hitchcock in scenes from the birds. And even some of the ways that he did some of the filming of like jaw of the shark attacking yeah. were very reminiscent of some of the scenes where the bird the birds were attacking huh. and like the filming styles and Well, I'm glad you said it's that. It's super because, nerdy and fun. Oh yeah, I was totally catching a couple things that I thought were were similar to to other movies. I was like, well, of course it has to be, right? These guys had to have put this film style, these angles, this blocking whatever because of, you know, Hitchcock and the birds mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, when the and even Hitchcock within himself, because when the birds at the end were fucking up Melanie something fierce when she got stuck in that room, mm. and um, the way she was doing it and the way and the it was attic. picking at her hands and stuff, yeah. it totally reminded me of the shower scene in Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, on the, that kind of level, and that just be, maybe because of the way he. You know, this was his next film, kind but... of big one after Psycho. So he had done Psycho before, and mm-hmm. that was his first like big blockbuster. And yeah. so then he was like, I can do whatever the heck I want. Right, and the way they were picking so, at but her yeah, there's hand, a lot of like he has knife. a lot of very distinct styles the way he films and sure. kind of leaving leaving it to the imagination, which is why he's the master of suspense. Well, even um, and I don't know which came first. I've got uh, Hitchcock had to come first, uh, um, although probably a few years later was Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead. But when the kid in the farmhouse goes up to the old um, gas gas pump mm-hmm. and he blows himself up, yeah, that scene in the birds. Um, when the guy was lighting a cigarette and the gas had poured out and he mm-hmm. exploded, that was pretty brutal. And that reminded me of that, that scene from Day of the Dead as yeah. well. I love finding those nods in these films. And it's cool when you watch the extra features and someone's like, oh, I did this for this nod, or I did yeah, this for this nod. But it it's was... even cooler when you just kind of find it on your own and yeah. you're like, oh, this is just like that. Like I'd be typing this shit into IMDb if, you know, because I discovered it myself. Dude, that's right. I didn't yeah. read it. Totally. Well, uh, Hitchcock did one of those in this movie, not to another horror film. Uh, well, I mean, he may have done something like that. But the one I'm thinking of is Tippi uh, Hedren had come from a television commercial. Yeah, it was like a diet soda or something. Something like that. Weird, because he basically, he took credit for discovering her. Yeah. This was her breakout role. Yeah. (laughs) What did she do afterwards? Because I don't... Uh, Oh, she went on to a lot of stuff. Yeah, she became one of the, like, the Hollywood stars. She She did another movie with with Hitch. I know that, and I don't remember Um, what else. I should probably look it up. But she was in a commercial right before this, and so the opening scene uh, where she's walking through the streets of... um, 
San Francisco and the guy that's walking past her like does the head whip and gets whiplash mm-hmm. like checking her out um, <laughs> was the same thing that happened in her commercial her diet soda commercial Marnie. yeah so that was his way of kind of giving her a nod of where she had come from she was in Marnie was his her other one okay him. yeah um, I like Marnie Marnie's good what a strange way of writing characters and writing dialogue and writing oh, like yeah. story Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly couldn't understand why Mitch and Melanie, what what their relationship was, mm-hmm. right? It was just so interesting. This guy shows up stalking her, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And she's very, like, passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... She's a spoiled, entitled rich bitch, and he's... A lawyer with an axe to grind and doesn't like that she gets away with whatever she wants. Yeah. And he's more of a family guy. And then that dynamic kind of evolves because he has such an interesting relationship with his mother. Because mm-hmm. his mom is... Whew, well, and that's what I assume. Cuckoo. I assume he's attracted to her because she does, in his eyes, she does whatever she wants and gets away with it. Uh-huh. Whereas he has not been able to do anything he wants. Exactly. Because of his relationship at home and his mom being completely smothering and overbearing since his dad died. She has all that freedom that he doesn't have. Yeah. And then she's the opposite. She's going, everyone just thinks I'm this spoiled, you know, entitled brat. But in reality, I'm trying to change that. And then here comes this guy. Who's willing to call her out on her shit. Who calls her out. And she goes, the best way that I could change that is to win this guy over. Mm-hmm. I'll start here. This is step one. So that was kind of what I okay. took okay. from it. Okay, because yeah, it, it, that, I mean, I'm putting it in context of 1963, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Well, um, now add a couple years, because Hitch was always so ahead of the time in yeah. what he was willing to put on the screen and make you think about that other movies were like, oh, sure. we can't touch that. Yeah, you didn't get this girl that, this you know. She's not your average leading lady. Right. Mm-hmm. And she, she fucking tracks him down, right? Breaks into his house, leaves his gifts, and, and enamors himself to her. <laughs> One and I were talking yeah. about that. Like, All the things here. that went on that would not be okay now. Oh, when yeah. she takes off speeding down this, like, crazy road, driving yeah. like a Yahoo. Or not even okay town, then. Gets information from the post office of where this guy lives. After she's already gotten, like, weird information from the neighbor who's overly talkative. Uh, gets finds out what house he lives in. Yeah, how to sneak up on said house. And the teacher, <laughs> just yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And the kids finds name. the teacher to get information about a minor. Yeah, to yeah. get the name because the yeah. post office guy has no idea what the hell the kid's name is. Goes across <laughs> the the bay, sneaks into a house, drops off birds, and then sneaks away. Yes. I'm like, so many things. Oh, yeah. This is like every red flag ever that nowadays if somebody did that, they're like, you're a creeper and a pedophile and I'm calling the cops. Yeah. Oh, oh it absolutely. was such an innocent time back then. <laughs> it really was. But then then the next re- weird relationship was Suz- Suzette Pl- Suzanne Plachette's character, yeah. Annie. Mm-hmm. Oh, the teacher? The, te- yeah, the yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah. And this other gal just shows up, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're looking for Mitch, huh? Oh, she's you know? definitely yeah. the ex. And I'm like, is, yeah. She's the on. ex that got ran off by the mother, because the mother doesn't like Mitch having anyone else get his attention. So she runs off any girl that comes around. So she's bitter, because she sees this cute blonde going after her ex-guy that she still has feelings for. Yeah. But the mom was too in the middle of it. Now so look, look I've how, seen this movie way yeah, too many times. But this oh, yeah, is yeah. great. This is great, because when <laughs> I'm walking away with this, is yeah. look how much character development yep. has been done in what 10 minutes that most movies nowadays can't even accomplish in an entire two and a half hour movie totally and i'm just like holy crap well, i now care about I, these characters that's I what i said more. to dn when we sat down as i said i want you to pay attention this time on this movie because it's what i adore about this movie to the dialogue and how witty it's written first off second off that there are always multiple people talking on screen There's the conversation happening that you're supposed to be listening to, but there's at least one, sometimes two other conversations happening in the background. And you can kind of like try to zip in and out of them. And if you do zip to one of those in the back, you learn stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That you would have known. So it feels very real because there's all these conversations going on. And then what makes it feel even more real is that there's no score. The birds has that's no one score. of my favorite things in the entire world about this movie. Yeah, he was laughing at me because I was all excited about it. Mm-hmm. No score. The there's only like the sound effects from like cars and things. Yeah, those are there, but any other sounds are all produced sounds of birds, like chirping or whatever 
mm-hmm. bird noises and flapping. Screeching and flapping. Yeah. Screeching and flapping. And all produced on a, what, I don't remember what the heck that machine sure. was called. It's like a, some sort of sound effect I, machine. Oh, yeah. It, I, well, in the, I something ridiculous. Now what it was called. Yeah, they I tried to I, do it on green screen and it was a complete failure. Oh, so no, they yeah, got he did some the other. cellular something, something that Disney was using in one other place and they went and got Yeah, it where and, it's, instead of just doing a true green screen, it's basically they film the foreground and the background separately and they splice them together yeah rather than just doing a true green screen yeah and so hitch just did that like 50 times over to make just <laughs> these thick layers and layers and layers yeah. so like that's how but... they did the scene um where like she's on the boat going across the bay yeah because obviously they're not actually filming tippy yeah going across yeah. the bay i thought i thought she had amazing control over that boat so yeah hey uh we're doing the birds what? Oh, yeah. Hitchcock. Hitchcock yeah. That's, oh, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. I thought we were doing the. I don't know. We could. We could just change it up. Yeah. I'm kind of done with this. <laughs> There's so many fun facts. There are. That's right. So, um, I we were discussing the special effects here just before I came over, and Angie uh, said something really Ooh, interesting. She said it. It's. It looks like they're blocking the shots as if though it was theater. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because uh, she's a big drama. Sure. background and i thought wow that's a really interesting perspective from somebody else I'm like, yeah because you know, i wouldn't have thought of that is she here now uh yeah she, and just, she, was she just rolled in today well then why and the I, hell isn't she like, in this chair right here talking about the birds <laughs> I, I don't know you All right. stole well, her car i stole the car time. though oh that's fine. you rolls up in a car with idaho place i'm like did you steal a woman's car <laughs> and it's funny i'm sitting in the in the in the driver's seat looking out the window at grace and I see her look over at me, and then I see her kind of, and then I see her look down, and then I see her kind of mouth moving, and the whole the whole process is like <laughs> happening right there. And she's like, "Oh, the motherfucker took her car. Okay, and she's here." That's funny. That's funny. But I thought it was a really interesting observation. Absolutely, it's like he blocks it like it's a, like it's on theater, like it's yeah. a, like it's a show, a Broadway thing or something. Well, and I think he does that quite a bit. Like Strangers yeah. on a Train feels that way in a lot of very films. much, even so. when they go on scenes to places. Or I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, on scene to uh, like the carnival and all that, and so especially like does rope. Mm-hmm. Um, so, He's yeah. very intentional about everything he does. His lighting, his camera angles, the movement of cameras. Like, there's a reason that he's this iconic figure that everybody you know holds up on a pedestal because he oh, did so many cutting edge things that nobody else had really played with. Mm-hmm. Because he was a he was a true artist with a camera, like he. Everything he saw had a reason and a feel and a vibe. And... Totally. And I like that he could do all that and know that he was the, like, you know, quote unquote master of horror at the time, master mm-hmm. of suspense. I like that he could do those things and then still be a complete and utter goofball, both in reality, but also on film. Oh, like he's some a of his goober. hilarious crap he did in this movie, like when she is racing through the streets. The at breakneck birds. speeds with birds in the car, and it just shows the birds <laughs> leaning to one side and leaning. It keeps just showing her feet, yeah, on the pedal with the god awful carpet in that car, yeah, and it's just pedal down, like she doesn't even touch the clutch yep. the whole time. She's just and it it takes you out of the film, and so often being taken out of the film is a bad thing. Yeah. But Hitchcock knows how to take you out of the film and say, hey, I'm going to give you a break for just a moment <laughs> to show you this because I think it's pretty hilarious. And you laugh with him and then he puts you right back in and you never knew you were gone. You know, if they did a modern Hitchcock, you know who should play Melanie? Paris Hilton. I was, or, <laughs> I'm on Melanie Griffith. Or they should stop remaking classics. You're absolutely right. You're well, there's absolutely that right. too. Don't do that. There is that too. Um, one of the cool things is like even in the car, like when she's driving and she kind of skids around a corner... Instead of a tire screech, it's a it's a bird noise. Oh. oh wow! I didn't catch that. That's awesome, possums. I mean, I'm still blown away by the fact that Jessica Tandy is is in it. Oh, she's right? driving Miss Daisy's she's in it. That's right. Nutballs in God, this, and I damn. love her. She's so intense. Yeah, yeah. She's you, got crazy eyes you for days. Want to punch her in the face? Yeah. But you, well, that's the thing about she's so, feel so for her. mommy dearest, yeah. but you're just like the, the expressions mm-hmm. are so bizarre too. It's like you're hearing the words coming out of their face, but then you're watching the eyebrows and the eyes and the expressions yeah. doing things, and you're like, that person is off or well, there's just something really unique like the the Tama. crazy mom that goes off that pops off in the restaurant and tandy slaps her which she actually did slap her nice it was the first time jessica tandy had ever slapped anyone in her life she was super uncomfortable about it but no hitchcock's like no you're gonna slap her 
Yeah. You're going to actually slap her. Do it. <laughs> nice. Do that's it. very hitch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Commit. Make it happen. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, it kind of makes me think of, like, The Shining, where, like, when he wanted something done, it was going to be done right, mm -hmm. and he was going to do whatever he had to do. So, like, the scene in the attic towards the end where she's being attacked, mm -hmm. that scene took seven days to film. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then she, yeah, she, went, went she, the ended, up, she ended up in the hospital yeah. for a week after that because she was so jacked up from like, Just like all the, the filming Just and like everything else. Yeah. So it was, it was very reminiscent of that. Mm. Like when he is devoted to his craft and his art, it's going to happen. Mm. He doesn't care what it takes. It's going to happen. Too I bad like... that all went out the door in the late 80s. Now we got to worry about unions and people's feels and oh, stuff wow. like that. Um, there were scenes where Tandy had birds tied to her costume. Hmm. They oh, would yeah. attach meat, like raw meat, to their yeah. hands Lady so the Gala. birds would attack. <laughs> they attached little tiny Lady Gagas all over them. Pretty much. <laughs> so they would have like dried meat and just oh. like nastiness to attract the birds. And basically they trained all these birds mm -hmm. to attack people. So after the movie, they couldn't just release these birds. These birds had to be kept in captivity because they had literally been trained to attack people. Was PETA around back then? Uh, I'm I don't. Probably, yeah, I'm not really sure what will happen to the birds, but if they, they were, were so, around. They were very there. clear that they were not allowed to be released. Not only like, did Hitchcock oh. discover Tippy, then he also yeah. um, broke her brain, created PETA. <laughs> it's quite yeah. possible. But you know, quite he possible. got some really creepy shots of birds. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were oh yeah, no, they were really good. And there was animatronic birds and fake birds and then 3,000-something real birds. My favorite mm. of the fake birds is the scene where the birds are, like, coming through the door. They had attached dead bird heads to hammers, and they were hammering oh, the door with those are some. My favorite scene with the birds <laughs> was when all the birds came down on the school and took oh. out all the gingers first. Oh. Oh, wow. Did you Did guys they? notice no, that? I didn't. I didn't catch so them, many gingers yep. went down yep. first. Well, gingers weren't what Hitchcock was about. He was. About, <laughs> That's really funny. I never yeah. caught yeah. that one. Hitchcock yeah, I was liked like, I was his like, blondes. Is that and the then, second ginger to go down? Dan was telling me yesterday that he really loves, and I hadn't noticed this before in his works, um, but he loves pitting a blonde and a brunette. Mm -hmm. So that you have this kind of mm -hmm. uh, animosity, yeah, just this rivalhood that probably really exists, you know, mm -hmm. at some sure. subconscious sure. level, and he just loved playing it out on screen. <clears throat> um, well, in that schoolhouse they filmed at was haunted, mm -hmm. and apparently the whole cast was creeped out by that place, which made Hitchcock really excited and wanted to film there for sure more. Oh, totally. You know what I love soul? about I hear the it's birds. still there. By this the way. is what I love about it is that yeah. we have now talked about the birds for just about half an hour, and we just now a second ago mentioned the birds for the first time. Yeah, and I think that's what I love about this movie. Oh, is dude, there that, no, that's so, so telling. Much story that's going trying on to, with the people. Yeah, bring up earlier is that I was yeah. so into what was going on before any of the horror aspects Absolutely. of the weirdness happened. It's like I want to know about these people. I want to hear their story. Yeah. Keep telling their story, and then I was like, oh, there's birds too. I forgot about them. What I think is really cool is that it's really hard, and I was discussing this also yesterday with Dan while we were watching. But it's really, really hard to root for anyone. If you root for Melanie and Mitch to get together, you gotta screw Annie because she's still got a thing yeah. for him. And also, you're screwing Mitch's mom, who doesn't want yeah. him to leave. So, if you root for Mitch and his mom, then you're screwing both the females. If you root for Annie, then you're screwing this new couple that might actually have a chance, even though hers doesn't have a chance and she's just holding on to an old flame. And I mean, like, no matter what character you tried to root for, you had to be faced with some loss from the other characters. So, the whole time. Well, I think he was trying to get you to root for that that team aspect of we can yeah. only get through this if we all come together as one unit mm -hmm. or we won't make it through. Totally. So I think it, I think that was kind of his his thing was he was trying to kind of get you to you need to root for this all to happen all together because if you do do the usual thing where you root for like Melanie and Mitch to get together, yeah. you screw this over and this won't work. Yep. So you have to kind of Find a way to get the unit to work. All right, so I got a I got a thing that just came to mind. What's that game the kids play? Mary Mary Murder oh. or Screw? No, fuck uh, kill. Yeah, fuck Mary Kill. Fuck yeah. Mary Kill. That thing. Aaron, what? Fuck Mary Kill. Of who? The mom, <laughs> Melanie, or Annie? 
What that's the that's fuck? the three women in the um, and go. This is a weird. <laughs> no, I'll play. I'll play this. Um, I know you will. That doesn't make it less weird. <laughs> you you gotta kill kill mom because yeah. I mean she's had her time Absolutely. first off and she's second done. off she's really really mean and she's not getting over certain things and so she's just also her go. reaction to her friend dying was a silent scream and running into her truck and that's barely away. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, how is that your reaction? You don't even tell the poor guy standing yeah. outside that there's a dead guy in the no, house. No, he leaves him behind. So. Yeah, she's just. Yeah. <laughs> And then she needs some tea. Like, so, so she's out of yeah, here. Yeah, she's for out. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, Mary Melanie, because she would be so much more fun than some girl who has moved to a city and pined away lonely yeah. for a guy she can't. Have. I mean, that's like a what the crap? That's a terrible thing. But Annie wasn't that bad looking, so Annie was great looking. Yeah. So she's yeah, been around the block. That's too. Fine. The way that Grace? girl chain smokes. What about you, Grace? We should give Grace I, different characters, though. I'm, so you get Mitch, <laughs> and you get Crazy Ralph, It's the End of the World, and you get that Alfred Hitchcock. that one seagull. Oh, yeah, or Alfred Hitchcock. That one seagull. Yeah, that one seagull. <laughs> which which seagull? No, you know that one? Like No, I gotta know, the, like, which seagull. You know when they were showing the... Um, the one with the biggest beak. <laughs> no, you know when they were all in the diner and then they were looking out at the guy pumping gas and one seagull came down and took him out and gas spilled all over the street and there was a huge explosion? Oh. That seagull. <coughs> Sorry. I After she gets done dying there. That's right. <laughs> so that seagull. Something died in your dog's anus. Crazy. Oh, yeah, that happens. Uh, the crazy Ralph guy into the world or Mitch. Um, I feel this is wow. better. What a, what Wait, a okay, so what was it? Is Crazy Ralph, Mitch, and what was the third? And one? the seagull that dive bombs the gas attendant. The dive bombing seagull. I mean, I guess you could say that. Whoa, yeah, that <laughs> Okay, smells. thank you. I'm glad someone else got that. Because, like, my eyes were watering and I oh, want to vomit yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It's like oh. fermented oh. rotten eggs. It's real bad. This is why we should be wearing masks, is that right there? Yeah, where's my COVID mask? Jesus, oh. Piper, I love you, Oof. but. Damn. Wow. But you're not getting out of this. Don't no, think my no, 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 no. Um, mm-hmm. Well, obviously I'm going to keep Mitch around because he's pretty to look at. Okay. So but, I'd probably marry Mitch. Okay. But that means I got to fuck either a bird or <laughs> <laughs> the town cuckoo. Yeah, well, I mean, that's your choice. I mean, I'm not really into, like, bestiality. I don't even know if that's what it's called with birds. So I guess I'm fucking the crazy guy, and I'm killing the damn bird. Because <laughs> okay. fuck seagulls. They're horrible. Okay. Well, the crazy guy might have some energy. I mean, he was lively. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, he might be kind of creative. You yeah. never know. And yeah. it's a one-time deal, so yeah. it's fine. Plus, yeah, you just but go back Mitch, to Mitch I'm going to keep go, around because uh, so, so Mitch yeah. is a stud. Long-term stability, you got a great fling, and you save the world. Yeah. Oh, Fucking yeah. I got win. this shit. Yeah. Okay. Watch out. Oh, huh? You can have the nice, easy one. Oh. You just have um, you mom, mom, Annie, Annie, and Annie. you're Melanie. killing the mom. <laughs> We're all able to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you're just going to fuck the blonde chick because she's annoying as shit because she's a rich bitch. And so, the, the, you married the more... He's going to marry the one. damaged teacher. Yeah, I would not. Okay. All right, no, good. That's it. Good. I like that. And then, Lee, this was your thing. But it was. we got to give Lee a more interesting one. We'll okay. let you do that. Please oh, don't put the kid oh. in there. No, 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 no. Come oh. on. This is uh, this is an all-ages podcast. Um, Angry mom from the diner. Yes, oh, oh yes. Okay. Angry Stop mom from the diner. Stop talking so loud. The kids are scaring the kids. Um, still his mother <sighs> and... Uh, the lady at the bird store. Bird store lady. Yes. The actual bird store lady or no. the av- the lady that's avocologist from the in the diner. No, no. the lady the from the bird store yeah. selling yeah. the birds. Oh my yeah. god! The one who keeps trying to get her to stay. Until Look, the guys, birds can show up. I know you think I'm elderly. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't mean you have to pair me. With all of the prunes. Oh, we did get the movie. That's prunes. why it's funny because I'm <laughs> yeah. a dick. That was mine. We'll, we'll give you yours right after. Okay. Well, so after one of them careful have life alert because that might help. Because <laughs> if you try to kill that one, you don't want her to have life alert. We we'll give this just, just a moment get the of thought. To get there. I think. Uh, yeah, this just that stink is lingering. Oh, she mm-hmm. did another one. She refreshed it. Yes, she did. Oh. So that stink actually helps me make up my mind. Old people smell. I kill them all. 
You can, that's uh, not and an I live a no, life no, of no, celibacy. No, 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 no. That is not an option. <laughs> no. You With have, Mitch. You, what, you're no. not understanding. <laughs> you guys made me choose between the crazy, I, well, the town crazy, true. and the bird. What I'm trying to say, though, is what you're not understanding is okay. he, he was only one third of the way through. He was going to say, you kill them all, you marry them all, and then you, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you marry them all, right? You fuck them, and then you kill them because they're old. They got pensions. There you go. See, at least he switched it up before. I yeah, want to say this was a team effort, and I want right, to thank so you guys 110%. What, what's yours, though, for your original? Oh, kill the mom. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> Porch has a lot candy. of reasons there. <laughs> Tandy, we're like, fuck that bitch. Uh, f- yeah. Fuck the bit. Fuck the blonde. Really? Mary Su- Suzanne mm-hmm. was pushed. Apparently yeah. these two yeah. like the crazy brunettes. Yeah. I, yeah. Give me give me a school teacher, man. I don't want to marry some rich bitch. Yeah. No. Oh, I mean, I mean that's like, why he's with me. I, I don't I even care about <laughs> annoyed as fuck but by that. She chick. would be fun and the other yeah, one would be like, it, Well, though. you're gonna live in a schoolhouse she for the rest of your life. No either. Dude, uh, no, she's first annoying. Off, I mean, first off, she wouldn't because she ain't gonna tell me how I'm gonna do my life. You're always gonna have to I'm gonna go hang out with the guys and drink beer. Adios. The guys are just crazy I'm just going to put this yeah. out there. Dude, Spoiler I beer, alert. I it won't matter because Annie don't make it. I know. That was sad. Oh, too. Yeah, I would yeah. I would drink with Crazy Ralph. I don't care. That was a surprising yeah, man sad. But before we get into that, while we're talking on beer, while I'm going and having mm. a beer with the guys, we're having a beer with the guys right now. What are we having? Yeah. What are we pairing with the birds? So I got the reason we actually did the birds was because I found a random beer at the store and I got super excited about <laughs> how obvious it was. So we're doing a really obvious one. <laughs> Um, it is Skookum Brewery, which we've done before, but they it. made a beer called Murder mm-hmm. of Crows. Yes. Yes. And we couldn't not. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Like nope. we had to. Um, it's an Imperial Stout on seasoned oak. 9% big chewy stout. And it's, it's really an incredible good. pairing. It's, it's it really delicious. Too. Thank and the God. label's great. It's got these like evil crows with red eyes. It's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if, a, if anything light came out of that bottle. I would have fucking thrown it across the floor. Yeah, you can't have murder of crows and it's yeah. like a hazy. Yeah. No. Yeah, come on now. But yeah, so we, we had to. No, it this is good. This is like uh, the no. perfect pair. Are these crows or are these blackbirds? There's a difference. Oh, uh, there's that. Ornithologist. Ornithological. You've heard, right, Lee? Ornithologist. I heard, right? Have you heard? That's right. The bird is the word? Yes, it is. You failed, Grace. <laughs> bird, bird, bird. Well, I figured he was an easier target than Aaron. Yeah, that's true. Aaron, Aaron so would have caught it. We second. did a skookum before, and it we was did. real, real good. I had a skookum well, last night during D&D night, by the way. I like saying the word skookum. I had a skookum, skookum. called Caverns. That was an imperial stout aged and then blended with an imperial aged brown and then aged again as the Fuck. blend. No wonder you put a shadow dragon against us. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. It was he did. so... Keep your dirty D&D shit on our podcast. <laughs> it was so good. It was a 12% monster, but it tasted divine. Yeah, this does not taste like 9%. No. No, it doesn't. But you yeah, know, this is one of their Arlington, Washington. This is one of their three core beers. They only have three core is beers. Really? Oh. They release up to a hundred one-offs and seasonal every year, and they only have three core beers. I don't know that because this is the first time yep. I've ever seen this beer on a shelf. Yep. This one, uh, they have an IPA, and then because they are that awesome, I love you, Skookum. Um, they their third one is an amber. Good for fucking them. No yeah. one has core ambers anymore, and I have hundred percent attacks ruining the market. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was Amber's surprised to uh, bar in town, and I'm like, what? I was surprised to find out they only had three that they make all the time. Yeah, no, I didn't know that either. That's awesome, and a good range too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. Instead of just going for what makes the money, and they're doing it exactly. right. They're all yeah. about like no chemicals, no filtration. No, they're they're yeah. brewing classic styles and doing it right. Yeah, this is great. This Taking is a really good tasty care of their beer. beer. Yep. Yeah, yeah they can easily gone. be like, oh, mine's gone already. <laughs> We're going to do two hazies and a double. Yeah, there it is. That's our range. No, yeah. they, they're all over it, and all their beers are just so good. Way to go, Skookum. Just like this movie. Okay, so oh, yes, got yes. a question. Yeah, Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yes. Hitchcock. All right. Hitchcock. But there were others, right? There had to be. There were other ones. What? What are the greats? Like, if you were going to say, like, let's take today, or not today, but like the 80s. You got Craven, you got Carpenter, you got, Oh, right? back then, you mean. So, back then, you got Hitchcock, you got Rod Sterling, you got, mm. I mean, where, what, what's that range? I mean, for this genre, not a lot in that. Uh, Kurosawa was already making films at yeah, that time. Yeah, that's so true. So, I would put okay. him up there for me. Um, 
I guess else? I don't know that many from this era. Yeah, I didn't either. Other than um, Hitchcock. John, All I could think of was Rod Sterling. From, John Ford for me. kind of comes before that, I suppose. Yeah, okay. John Ford for his westerns. I I, I don't know any in like the suspense horror yeah, or whatever. This, yeah, in, specifically in to this. Except oh, this genre? For, oh, yeah. for that, I would, I would have to go overseas at that time. I would have yeah. to go to like uh, Father um, Bava. Um, Father Bava? Umberto. There's two Bavas. There's Lumberto and, and uh, Mario. Mario. Um, but yeah, um, I would go to Lamberto Bava. I would go to shit. I don't. I don't know. It's, it's worth looking into, right? Yeah, I, because very back then it was question. much much less about the director and what he was doing, and much much more about the studio. Mm-hmm. So you had Hammer mm-hmm. films coming out, Universal films coming out. You had all that kind of stuff. And I mean, yeah. this is a little bit past that. This is in the '60s, but Jerry it was Bruckheimer. still. People were still on studio contracts at this time. No, so, and yeah. this was still very much. I mean, he was still. This was still a Universal Picture. Yeah, this was, and there. This was the first, by the way, Universal Picture. Before this, they were called Universal. Oh, that's something, right. Something. That's something. right. I don't have that research in front of me. Um, <laughs> Look at you. And fleshy Wikipedia page. Like this um, was considered his first monster movie. Mm-hmm. But he definitely drew parallels from like the Universal monster movies and the monster flicks, and totally. kind of also all of those weird giant creature movies had already started to kind of well, be like a thing. Night of the Lapish so, and them and and all these movies that had come out that did killer animals and killer things. And they did the they but started they were doing the, so they were bad. Yeah, they were like the giant tarantulas, mm-hmm. tarantulas and iguanas and, and giant praying mantis and yeah. all of those yeah. ants ants which was that them, one of the documentaries yeah. i was watching was talking about how a lot of times the best horror movies and monster movies come out of like social unrest and like real issues sure so like frankenstein and dracula came out at the end of the towards the end of the depression you know here's this symbol of we can beat a monster um, and then after a lot of, you know, um, Hiroshima was when mm-hmm. a lot of the Gojira. big Gorgira yeah. and the big bug movies and all of that. So yes. monster movies tend to follow this pattern of sure, here's this thing that we have to give people hope that they can beat this creature or this thing. And so Hitchcock kind of played on that a little bit and made the birds his his monster movie. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do it in a way where it wasn't just, you know, it's not a giant lizard. It's not a giant bug. It's something very simple mm-hmm. that you see every day that's not scary. Like, who's going to think the little sparrows are going to come out of the chimney and attack them? Other than Deanne. She <laughs> yep. does think that. <laughs> Sorry, Deanne. She really doesn't like birds. She got the look on. She got the look. Deanne's like, fuck that. She kind of looks like. Deanne is anti-bird. Yeah. Yeah. So this was but, written well, as yeah. a short story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, to follow that up, is is absolutely everything you're saying. Creature Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, et cetera, mm-hmm. right? That's all about the monsters. But. It it wasn't until it wasn't about the directors. Like, yeah. could you name any director from any of those movies no, back I, then? I totally no. can't. I but then you have to, the Hitchcock yeah. and the Rod Sterling yeah. that are like all of a sudden it's about our presentation. It's about our presentation, but it's yeah. also about you know here's yeah. this very realistic thing, and let's turn it and make it scary. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay. So Daphne de Maurier, she wrote a short story for the birds. Um, and actually, she wrote a uh, she wrote Rebecca, which Hitchcock and went on to make. She made uh, Don't Look Now, also with Donald mm-hmm. Sutherland and all that. The yeah, really so cool, she's actually she's a where they go to Venice. So and she's a like short story and playwright. Yeah, and he would buy the rights of her. So he he bought the rights to the birds nice. to go on to Alfred Hitchcock Presents. He saw it as just a mm-hmm. one hour. You know, this is a singular little thing. We'll do it. We'll be done with it. Um, well, actually, Alfred Hitchcock Presents was half an hour, so I'm glad he yeah. didn't do that. And then maybe that was why. But he shelves it. He's like, meh, okay, cool. I have the rights now. Maybe someday. And then he saw a he news completely story. forgets about it. And then he sees this news story about Santa Cruz, California. That happened in 1961. Book came out in like 58, 59. This movie came out in 63. So in 61, he sees a news story, and the headline is basically Santa Cruz residents terrorized by seabirds. And he reads this thing, and sure enough, there was like, they estimate up to about a million seabirds came flying into Santa Cruz. They were smashing into cars, smashing into windows, getting smashing into, into buildings, houses. getting into homes. People were going outside with flashlights to see what was going on, and the wow. birds were zoning in on the flashlights and like mobbing people. <laughs> and he was like, 
oh, I own a story like that. <laughs> I He's like, this. oh, I'm doing this now. <laughs> and he pulls it back happening. out on the shelf or back off wow. the shelf. So, so I don't know, you know how politically timely it was but it was <laughs> he's very like well a, now that it's very real let's mess with him exactly more of uh art mimicking life life mimicking art yes mm-hmm. very much so well and that's one of the things that he did with this movie that he hadn't done in his other movies was he wanted the horror to continue so this is one of his few films where it does not say the end at the end. Right. Mm. What a weird he wants ending. It, he wants mm-hmm. it to continue. He wants you to sit there and wonder, well, shit, do they get away? What happens? That's all answered in The Birds too. Apparently so. Uh, I just learned too? there's a Birds too. It came out in like 94, 95. Oh, no. Then it's not, then it doesn't matter. No. But I, but I have this <laughs> I mean, weird, I'm going to watch it. Yes. I have this weird drive now that I'm like, I need to see You're the Birds too. You're not going to have time to watch it. It'll cut into your shark movie watching. It will not. Shark no. Week. Oh, which by the way, happy birthday, Alfred Hitchcock, a week ago, which yeah, would be like true. a month from now when that's you guys right. hear this. Yeah. Yeah, but, at least a couple weeks. Yeah. But it was a week ago that, that so this was a very good time to. That's true. And then right there on my wall, I watched the birds right underneath my yeah. my original piece of art. By Rob there, Birch, By Rob Birch Birchfield. Birch, yeah. Yeah. Horror movie art of Rob Birchfield. Go check him out. But yeah, th- this is the piece that's on there that says no longer available because I bought it. And it's Hitchcock writing uh, his bike. You can bike get prints of it right now, I think. With Ravens. You can get prints, yes. I don't need one. I have that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to buy that. Um, what is it? Two shots or whatever? Yes. It's the one of the creature yeah. after he's been shot and he's just sinking yeah. and bleeding and it's so cool. It's so beautiful. Have you guys yeah. seen and I know we've probably talked about this off mic or whatever, but have you guys seen the the little short gif video of the creature and it's just a whole bunch of cutscenes of him breaking stuff or pushing things over. Oh, with yeah. the captions that say this, fuck this fuck that. and fuck yeah. that too oh. and, and fuck the hell out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see that, I have to watch the whole thing, and then I'll usually watch it a second and a third. I cannot stop watching that. that. Oh god, it's hilarious! We should put it. We should find find it and put it on our. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, we'll put it on the. the That would be great. (laughs) Remind me, I'll actually do something I promised to do. but I don't know if we're jumping ahead to the ending. We just talked about it briefly. I said, oh, what a weird ending. But that was a well, weird ending. We were talking a second ago about Shark Week and shark movies, and that reminds me of Jaws, which is yes. in Jaws. It's very hard if you watched Jaws and you pulled out that single evening that they spend on the boat getting drunk and singing mm-hmm. a sea shanty and him telling that story about the time in the mm-hmm. war. If you pulled that one scene out, you wouldn't give a single shit about anybody in Jaws at all. Yep. It would just be a town terrorized by a shark and there's one guy that kind of wants people to listen and there's an asshole mayor, but you wouldn't be invested in anybody at all till that moment. And that was where they built all... Yeah, okay, I gotcha. I wasn't following you at first. That's where they like built like, all the investment in, the, in those characters where you began to go, oh my God, this guy just really wants to save people in, in the town and this guy over here seems like a salty old bastard, but mm-hmm. but he's been through shit we can't even imagine, and now he's going through this again on purpose to help the town. And so you really begin to care. Yeah. And I, that's what I think was super important about the birds, which is why the entire first like 40 to 50% of the movie is... Character building. Character building. Is because it's it would be really hard to just care about a movie where a random town gets attacked by birds. And, yeah, like, who cares? It's yeah. just another coastal town. And what it would be if yeah. like sci-fi made it, or most other directors these days made it, it would be like the share <laughs> you know would go out there and like it would be like his ex-wife who's like no you gotta believe <laughs> yeah. me and then the, their kid who's uh, supposed to be grandma. pooping on everyone and it would be so lame and you wouldn't care about everyone again you'd only care about maybe a person or two but this was really genius although I, I was a little surprised at how quickly they went from um snarky uh distaste for each other to the smooching well snarky distaste that's, for a lot of us, is foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Ding ding ding. Yep. Good, good call. I was just good saying. Call. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes arguing and banter like that is really flirty. Yeah. Yeah. I read something actually they did classy it back in them days. Might have been earlier today, and it yeah. said something like somebody shared it on Facebook or some shit, and I don't remember who it was attributed to, but it was basically like you know don't look for the perfect this or the perfect that or, you know, don't expect this of your partner or this or that, you know, because everyone's <laughs> going to hurt you. It's just which ones are worth the pain. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Look for somebody you can argue with. Yeah. It's a good time. Exactly. 
<laughs> what did you say? Exactly. 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 Why did I bicker exactly. all the time? Hey, so uh, according to at least uh, the guy that plays Midge, who I just forgot his name, but Ron at least Taylor? according to him, yes, that's Ron correct. Um, he says that they fed all the seagulls a mixture of grains and whiskey. Mm-hmm. No, and that was because the they way needed them to like stay they energized would stand and stand around and docile brutes. So they got them drunk, torturous and, like, motherfuckers. Because yeah. otherwise, the seagulls were just too flighty. Like you can train a bunch of crows, and if if fifty crows are sitting in a place, you can get two hundred more to sit there. Yeah. But seagulls aren't that way. <laughs> and so they were like, "Well, we'll just let's get them drunk. Just give them a little, God little damn it, dram." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he burst. He's like, "I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna tie raw meat and raw fish to my actors, and tie birds to Tippy Hedren, and." <laughs> Get these birds real drunk. Well, fuck, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> How do you defend yourself against a bird, right? It's a nightmare. Can you imagine? Right? Let alone hundreds it, it of is. them. It yeah. right is. I saw a seagull land. I was at Cannon Beach at a restaurant outside. It was a pizza joint. And I saw a single seagull land on a, on a rail right next to some, some people that were eating pizza. Okay. And it just hung there. For like 15 minutes. And everybody thought, oh, it's cute. You know, nobody feed it, right? It had some whiskey. And it it had whiskey. Yeah. (laughs) They left, and there was a single piece of pizza on the plate. Now, who leaves a fucking single piece of pizza, right? Philistines. You fight over that, right? Yeah. The seal took no waste of time, popped right over there, grabbed the tip of it, flipped it up, and swallowed the whole thing down. And I swear to God, no exaggeration, like a cartoon fucking looney tunes its throat fucking went triangular oh from the from the pizza shit. coming down it looked just Shiny like style. a goddamn triangular piece of pizza yeah, going right down its throat the raccoon of birds oh like, yeah the i couldn't believe it i couldn't like, believe it they're sky rats they will sky rats anything <laughs> i thought pigeons were sky rats um, I feel like seagulls are also seagulls scary. are yeah yeah the great seagulls are real jacked up oh they're, yeah it was, it was insane creatures. so you know no but that is true I mean if you had one bird that kept dive bombing you you could keep focus on that bird and you could try to pop it in the face when it came down there or you could try to swat it with your bag that you were carrying or whatever it happens to be now add a second bird okay I guess it's a little harder because they can go through oh, yeah. sixty up and down all around you now Thank add you, sixty birds to that. Well, even That's one is crazy. You got the beak thing. attack. You got the two claws attacks. You got the flap distraction. So That's tough alone. Yeah. And throw. Like and you, you know, said, each multiple. of those, each of those claws is like a die four, right, and then dude. that beak's going to be like a die six, one die six at least. Yeah, probably. Probably and a save against what. Intelligence for your, distraction of the wing flap? Absolutely. If you use your special dive skill, that's going to... I think you're going to do that three times a day, but that's going to add an additional die eight. Right. And so as a bonus action. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> cool. Uh, sorry, guys, but I quit the podcast. <laughs> and nerd talk. Yes. <laughs> Beer was being pulled. I thought we could get away now with No, you can't remember, can I hear you? everything. I don't know. One of you guys is getting herpes. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. We already have it is. from playing D&D together. That's right. Docking Wait, no, and docking. Docking and docking. What are we drinking now, Grace? Uh, so I brought some bonus beers that have nothing to do mm. with the movie whatsoever. Woo-hoo. But this is Melvin Sampan. This is an Imperial Pilsner because well, we that do a, what we want. Isn't that a sea village on the side? Yeah, uh, look, kind of, yeah. Kind of like a bay village. Boom, tied in. in yeah, Japan. Bonus beer. In Japan. There hey. were lots of monster movies. Yeah, they got in Japan. winged Gajuras. In... They got Gajuras. That's right. Uh, but yeah, this is an Imperial Pilsner fermented <laughs> with sake yeast. So it's 8%. It's really good, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. It smells interesting. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, uh, oh, man. there's jasmine rice and all kinds of fun stuff. Sorry about driving your car home, Angie. Hey, uh, The Birds, when it aired on uh, TV, was the number one uh, rated movie that had ever aired on television. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Pippi. Uh, not Pippi. Also, when it, it was first released in the UK, again, because Hitchcock is a prankster and kind of a dick, when people were leaving the theater, he had on loudspeakers a bunch of birds. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. Of course he did. I mean, of course he did. That's freaking great. Yeah. Uh, this also was um, his last movie that got uh, nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, was it? Um, this one was for special effects, which for the time were pretty sweet. Not man. too bad. I was talking uh, earlier today about how that was done because I didn't look yeah. it up or anything. And I was just like, look what's going on here back in 
nineteen probably was sixty-two oh, yeah. because the film came out in sixty-three. There was like yeah. hollowed out eyeballs, yeah. and all kinds of nastiness. Yeah. Oh yeah, the practical effects, even beyond the bird effects, because those were like phenomenal. You'd have three or four layers of you know fake birds uh, over superimposed on screen, and then you would have a layer of fake birds that were real dummies just being marionetted. Mm-hmm. Then you would have animatronic birds that were going through their motions in the back of the scene. All the tricks yeah. used in Jurassic Park, and then real birds. Mm-hmm. It's like oh yeah. Well, and like the makeup was great. Dinosaurs. So apparently, Tippi Hedren, <laughs> when she got her makeup done for when she had been attacked upstairs, her she... hair finally got disheveled. Oh, finally! It, it, it got a disheveled a couple times. She fixed her <laughs> hair a couple yeah. times, but uh, apparently, her makeup was so unsettling to her that she ran outside and puked. Fuck yeah! <laughs> she was so grossed yeah. out by her own yeah. horror makeup that she. she well, I, and I can see that because well, you really didn't, didn't see that, see back that then. shit back yeah. then. Yeah, just like she was um, so freaked out by it. She was just like, oh. You know, he gave Janet Lee a freaking paranoia of taking a shower. She had to take baths for two years. Like, Hitch was just amazing mm-hmm. in that way where boundaries really meant very little to him. Yeah, no, it was about getting the scene the way he wanted to. Yeah. He did not give a shit who he traumatized. And then he did it very intelligently, though, too, where he would he would push boundaries and break rules on things that he knew it was time for. Yep. Like when he showed Janet Lee in the bra or whatever. Like, that didn't cause an international sensation. But he was no. the first effing guy that ever did it. Mm-hmm. So he knew, like, this is the moment I can get away with this and do this. Um, same thing with Janet Lee. We'd never seen uh, an unclothed female in the shower, I don't think, before that. Mm. That's the end. That she was still the first slept time. in two separate beds with her husband, though. Janet Lee did? Yeah. Mm. Maybe he snored. Uh, my, <laughs> gra- my grandparents slept in two different rooms. Honestly, look, man, the idea of sleeping in the same bed <laughs> with somebody is romantic and nice and everything, but it kind of <laughs> sucks. Just said that's the way to do it. <laughs> I, I don't want that to get lost in the edit. He's the way to do it. But no, Ron, Ron you're right. <laughs> Have your own bed? That's comfortable, man. Yeah. Right, yeah, get, get the nookie done and then two separate beds. Yep. See you in the morning. Yeah. Lucy and Ricky knew what they were doing. Lucy, <laughs> Lucy and Ricky. You've got some explaining to do. Uh, everybody catch Alfred's uh, appearance? Yep. No. Coming yeah. out of the bird store. Yeah. And that's his dog. Right at the beginning. He's walking dogs and he. Those are his, that's there. his dog, too. Hmm. Yeah. There were two dogs. There were two dogs. I don't know if both of them are uh, his dogs. But Jeffrey I know and Stanley. Was. This is his two dogs. Okay. Were they both his dogs? Okay. Yep. Jeffrey and Stanley. I'm not sure which one is Jeffrey and which one is Stanley, though. I do not have this information. I don't know. <gasps> How did you miss the cameo? The very beginning of it, um, I had a couple things going on. Even I saw it, so I wasn't paying attention. I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Take that. Yeah. Take that. I've got snorting going on at my crotch level. Juan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me on this one. Okay, little monster. Enough. Attack of the Boston Terriers. Here oh. Right? Um, Just looking for that A. Oh, yeah. Apparently, a made for TV sequel came out in 1994. Oh, jeez. Ooh. Tell us more. Uh, or, I don't want or to. Or not. Who no. stars in it? Uh, it has Tippi no Hedren one. in it. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, but God. But not as her character. She plays someone in the film. So that was like their way of trying to Let's give it see. some semblance it's, of credibility, uh, I think. The Birds 2 Lands and premiered on Showtime on March 14, 1994, <sighs> more than 30 years after the original film debuted in theaters. Hedren makes an appearance in this low-budget sequel, but instead of reprising the role of Melanie, she's cast as an entirely new character named Helen. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah, you know. Unlike the original film, which took place in California's Bodega Bay, the setting of this installment is a fictional island on the East Coast. It was directed by Rick Rosenthal, who was so dissatisfied with the end product that he used the pseudonym Alan Smithy. He changed his (laughs) name. Oh, couldn't even stand behind your own work. In place of his real name during the opening credits. Hedron isn't too crazy about the birds, too, either. In quotes, it's absolutely horrible. She once said of the film, it embarrasses me horribly. Uh, <laughs> We're totally watching we it. We gotta watch it. Yeah, we have to do We're it. We're absolutely watching it. It's murders me from Shit's Creek. I think we should make that a priority, get that done yeah. soon. That Yeah. Why not do um, the best? Also, the ending, the that was not the original ending that was written. I heard there, there was, was a couple, a whole, yeah. They never filmed it, but there's like sketches and actual script written for a kind of more extended ending that kind of shows them driving back through the town and getting the getting attacked in the car and uh, 
going over like the Golden Gate Bridge and it's just kind of like that post-apocalyptic. I heard about that. The whole Golden Gate Bridge up. is covered in birds. Yeah. Over, the entire thing. Yeah. So I'm not 100% sure why they went the other direction. I think he just liked more of that mystery. I think the original ending yeah. was going to be more of a wrap up and he kind yeah. of felt that he liked that continuation of the, the horror and the yeah what the shit is going to happen to these people. Well, and it's really, really... It's a it's a smart move um, to have done it this way that we see now, and, and we say this all the time when we see this in other horror films, but to not explain a single thing about it. He doesn't tell you, yeah. like, well, they went crazy because of this, or they did this, or... He doesn't nobody. need to. And he even spends, like, 15 minutes letting multiple characters, like, probably eight or nine people in that scene in the diner, mm-hmm. give their thoughts on what's going on. And yeah. just doesn't validate any of them. Yeah. Yeah, just, that's what no. I like. It. There's no She gets feeding. blamed. She uh-uh. came to None. town with the lovebirds. She's evil, you yeah. know, and all of the things. And but didn't spoon yeah, they feed take the love, They take the lovebirds None with them. That. No. No, not at all. Yeah, really, really, really good movie. Um, as far as, like, you know, real-life monster movies go, so like a Cujo or a, or a Jaws mm-hmm. or, or whatever, um, there are some that I like just as much for different reasons, but I this is my favorite kind of killer animal movie because it's almost not a killer animal movie. Yeah. It's much more a movie about these people and these characters and their relationships with each other and, and how, how this do they handle stress. Yeah, how, how this trauma yeah. affects like the all happening. their relationships. <laughs> Fuck. We should do a Happening Birds 2 podcast <laughs> oh, and just God. lose our audience forever. Which one is the God. most horrible piece of shit that we've ever stepped in? Yeah, I um don't hate the Happening as much as everyone else on the planet did, but I have what? Um, don't. But it's not good. No. Yeah, that's true. The happening. The happening. The happening. <laughs> we get lost one for a bit. Mrack. 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 Oh. But no, the bird. So do you have a favorite amazing. though? Sorry, I didn't mean to what? interrupt you. A favorite Hitch- Hitchcock because yeah. you're like. This yeah. is my number two. Number two. Rear windows. Oh, that's right. Favorite. You said that earlier. Mm. I yeah, yeah, yeah. love everything about rear yeah. window. But this is a close second, followed by Psycho. Rope had been my favorite really for good. decades and decades until it was about two years ago. I sat down to watch the birds. Oh, it was right when I bought these Alfred Hitchcock Blu-ray boxes, mm-hmm. um, and I and I was watching them just all back to back to back to back. And I got to the birds, and I went, "Oh my god, this is phenomenal!" And I I didn't realize it ever because I wasn't so into character building and dialogue and nuance and all that kind of stuff. And I went, "I I got to give it to the birds." So Rope is now my second favorite. Yeah, but. The birds is it's very close, but what about you? You got a favorite hitch? Have you seen other Hitchcocks? Vertigo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. It, it really is. But I haven't seen nearly as many Hitchcocks as you guys, and I realized that early on here. I was like, well, yeah. that's really odd. Hmm. Like, I'm a huge Hitchcock fan, but I have, I mean, I haven't even seen The Birds, for God's sake. I think a lot of people have seen, like, the big four. They've seen North by Northwest, Rear Window, mm-hmm. Vertigo, and, like, maybe we'll Psycho. say Psycho. I feel like yeah, that's probably Psycho. the big four. Yeah. Um, and that's because, I, why? It's because of Psycho. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah. have to give my sister credit for my Alfred Hitchcock thing. My sister was very into film early on, and she introduced me to a lot of horror movies, but she... Has always been obsessed with Hitchcock. Her first tattoo was the Hitchcock silhouette on her ankle. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like Hitchcock is her world, and not a dolphin. Not a dolphin. Uh, I was going to get that silhouette here for a lot of years till I got the job I have now. Yeah, yeah it's kind of off the table. But... Um, but hmm. so I got introduced to a lot of the really weird, obscure ones, and you know, got the chance to kind of really sit down and like analyze them because she was a film student so i kind of learned i i learned to watch hitchcock movies from a different perspective and Mm -hmm. really respect all the things that he was building for other directors and for the genre so that's kind of why i became a a total hitchcock and a long i'm sorry how long did hitchcock live Oh, oh, what, oh his... longer than he should have, <laughs> given his state of health. Uh, no, he uh, he lived. Gosh, what was he? Se- early seventies, late sixties. Seventies. Yeah, think. 
I, I think so. I'll have to look it up. I don't so remember. I'm always fascinated about uh, like these these heroes, these iconic people, these well, events. He made it almost all the way to the 80s, I think. Yeah, like that's it. Like yeah. how long into our life? Okay, yeah. let's see you know, here. Let's they? Google. No, he was, he was around because, I mean, he was on like the Dick Cavett show and shit. And, you know, he made a whole bunch of movies in color that aren't his best. And, you know, he got mm-hmm. into the whole like kind of mid-70s, late-70s spy 13th. movie thing. And like he... He did a lot of stuff. Okay. He was born August 13th, 1899. 18. Jesus Christ, dude. And he died April 28th, 1980. So he was 81. Oh, wow. 81 years old. Wow. Or 80. 80, yeah. 80, yeah. Huh. Damn. Huh. Good for him. That's crazy just for me to think. Like, if you haven't seen... I was seen a, a, a what about working Burgess adult, Meredith? sort of, young teen, yeah. that this guy was still alive. Oh, yeah. Just, I don't know. He was something. actively filming from 1919 to 1980. Jesus. What a beast. God, how many people have had a 60-year career? <laughs> right? Like at anything they do. Who's worked for 60 years? Yeah, and years. who can be like... And then been the best at it. Yeah, and every <laughs> and everybody else just bows down to him. Yeah. Betty White. That's... Betty White. Absolutely, yeah. That's <laughs> Betty White. There you go, Betty, Betty White. White. That's yep, true. Yep. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Anthony Hopkins movie, just Hitchcock... Uh, it's a really phenomenal... I need to I watch mean, it. a really good look at his life. And I think it... I think it pokes Sir at him Anthony in the ways Hopkins. he needed to be poked at because he definitely had some weird things he that he did. He was a quirky dude. He had some creepiness to him with some of his actresses and stuff. And it, it talks about all those things mm-hmm. and it delves into him. But it doesn't slander him in any way or like try to pull the shadow off of how just he good was he was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, doesn't that suck? Because in high school and in grade school and middle school, we're always told, stop being a daydreamer. You know, be realistic. Get your head out of the clouds. Mm-hmm. No, I want to be a Hitchcock. Yeah, you know, think about how many people have been, uh, kids have been like put down that path of banality. Sure. Yeah. Why couldn't that have happened to like an Ubol? You know, <laughs> or Michael Bay, or Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say. ever direct a movie starring TV's Hercules or Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, so okay, so we have a guy that hadn't seen it in years, the birds, and a guy that had never seen the birds, and then two mm. super fans of the birds. So what do we say? How many thumbs up do we give the birds? I don't mind the birds. It's I give yeah. it eleven thumbs up. The only Hitchcock movie I've seen more than once. You must once be really awkward. I just figured the birds have Psycho. come down and ripped off a lot. It was of the thumbs. only one I've seen more than once. Really? Okay. Yep. He's not well, a Hitchcock until, fan until okay. until today. So this will be the second time I've okay. seen the birds. Yes. I've seen all of his films at least once, and then Birds, I don't even know. But I will say that times. I think I enjoyed the North by Northwest probably so more than any of the ones I've seen. I'm all right okay. with that. But I've only seen it once. They're all great for that. so many reasons, yeah. I mean, Strangers on a Train is one of my favorites. So, so good. the Birds for me falls into uh, a category that certain other movies fall into. That <clears throat> an epidemic of avian nature. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, there are movies where no matter what you're doing, if you happen to walk by your TV and it's playing, yes, all of a sudden you're you're stuck. Yeah, right. You're done. Yep. Whatever it was you were doing, you're now done. And no matter where the movie is, at what point it's in, yep. you're there from that until the end. Absolutely. Like Princess Bride, Jaws, uh, Braveheart, Braveheart, yeah, any number of those, For right? Me, it's Braveheart, yeah. Uh, yeah. The birds, to me, I think is going to fall into that category. <laughs> like whenever it comes up, I'll be like, "Oh," and then I'm done. That might be me in every Hitchcock film. Actually, well, yeah. also, I get sucked just right because into those. I don't worship Hitchcock, or that doesn't mean that I dislike him because I don't. I respect, yeah, absolutely him. Uh, and like I said, safe. the movies that I've watched, I've enjoyed, but I haven't geeked out over it. I'm not a, a huge yeah. geek on it. But I cannot slander the man because I do think that he did a really good job. Well, it, I always you know, I always nod to the people that change the genre or create a new genre. The the, mate, the people that did The Matrix, you know, the Wyskowski brothers, whatever they're called. Yeah. You know, things like that, right? It's sure. like whether you like The Matrix or not, they fucking created a whole new different genre, man. It just, just boom. George yeah. Lucas, right? Created so fucking incredible. So mm-hmm. Hitchcock falls right into that, of course, obviously. I hold Hitchcock up on a pedestal because I, I really respect what he's done. And I also love suspense. Mm-hmm. And I think what he can do with what he had available at the time is incredible. And his movies are worth watching. Mm-hmm. But yes, they're not they're not gonna be some 
intense, exciting adrenaline rush slasher movie. There's not a slasher, but North by Northwest is pretty. North by Northwest is intense, but a lot of them are a little slower burn. Mm -hmm. It's character building, it's story building, but it shows that you know it shows a different side of horror that you know you can do. You can do different things, but yeah, Hitchcock is awesome. I'm always going to love Hitchcock. Mm -hmm. And the birds is fantastic. Um, and if you can find it, I want to say that documentary I watched is called, um, Hitchcock's monster movie or something like that. It has something to do with monster movie in the I'll title. I'll find it. Yeah. I've got the, the same it's set. On, yeah. It's on the special yep. features of that set that we have. Um, it's not very long. It's like a half hour, but it's really interesting. It's got, uh, what's his face? Who directed Tremors? Yeah, sure, right. That, that, yeah. that guy, right. I yeah. can't remember him, but it's Kevin Bacon. They interview, <laughs> they interview the director of Tremors. They interview John Carpenter. They interview. Oh, I know um, that guy. They talk about Spielberg. They interview a lot of these people who have done all these iconic things. So, all right, Very boys nice. and girls, Very nice. All right, thanks. Well, look to the skies. Yes. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was really. Prolific and I, deep and I don't I don't know profound just, maybe is no. that prolific That's prolific yeah. maybe profound yeah. profound well maybe. it came from Aaron so it threw me off it was a p word also mm. words are hard p they can be as you learned today yeah. <laughs> I have one pronunciation issue and you don't know the difference between prolific and profound so I was pungent. exploring Aaron's contribution pungent and I had. Sour tongue. I will say I love that song. I love the intro to his show. I love it. Do you know what he's singing? Hitchcock. I don't. Hitchcock oh, presents. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. I have a CD. Uh, the next scream might be yours. Of Alfred Hitchcock music, and it's called "Music to Be Murdered By." Yes. I think I'd want to be murdered by meatloaf music. Good evening. Slowly. Slowly. Yeah, that would take a yeah. really long yeah. time. As long as his ballads are. Do you have are. to like survive the whole song? Because yeah. that's a slow bleed out. Okay, yeah. look, because here, if you're getting killed, right, a quick slit of the throat or whatever, you're dead, right? Yeah. But if you're getting murdered to a, a, a long 18-minute ballad like Meatloaf, there's hope that you could break away, survive, right? Like so many fir or first girls. Or you're stuck writhing in pain for 18 minutes listening to Meatloaf drone on. What I was going to say is, but... I don't know which one's worse. Like, if you listen to the song and survive. <laughs> no, no, you guys are missing the point. Early on. You guys like, are missing the point. traumatized it's all about PTSD. It's all about hope. What he'll do for love yeah. and... He'll do just about anything except for that. Except for that. So we're going to go ahead and sign out. Yeah, no, we're done. Yeah. But go watch The Birds if you haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah, Shame and if you haven't, you. what's wrong with What the fuck? hell is wrong with you? Yeah, looking at you. Looking at you. Jeez. Hey, but that's what we're doing here. We're that's we're ex we're even we're introducing ourselves to new and unknown things. That's right. Because we're just classy as fuck like that. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you're all welcome to the double birds from across the table. <laughs> all right, everybody. Till next time. Thanks for listening. Peace. Cheers. And he does a fake press. Blue ha ha ha.